Gemara Roshana Daf Lamed Aleph. All the learning for this week has been generously sponsored anonymously by a close friend of the Daf. for Pesha Bas Meira. Hashem, the learning of the entire Chabura as we forge forward into the final Dafim of Gemara Rosh Hashanah should bring a tremendous Rafu Shlema Bekarayv to Pesha Bas Miriam, as well as learning to be as Chashidach Misochaimi the Rosh Hashanah as we use the Kiddush and Shana Malkel Yom Merachah as the Rosh Hashanah as the Kiddush of Shendel, as well as Chashvu Hashem Shul Yisrael Many Veda as Chinim and Sibazad Many Veda Chaim Misach Shem Zinu Yisrael Raskenadi Vatzinus Chaisay Yisrael Mendel Yisrael Shalish Shem Zamu Yibush Avigush Yichana Shmo Ben Tiel Dim Chanu Yisrael Chayv Vatzinu the United Nations Vins Vivu Merigur Nicholas Zinus the Luhur Rivkor the Shem Zalzim and Chlaster we're holding on the top line of Lamed Aleph, Amen Aleph. And we concluded with the statement of Shani Hasam the Shira the Yaimehu that that case is different because it's that the Shira. And we didn't really explain. We ended off, we ran out of time, and we didn't take the moment to read the top Rashi. So let's just get our bearing straight as we had a Machlaikas. What exactly do we do if it's not yet Rosh Chaydesh? And we don't know, is it going to be Rosh Chaydesh? How do we deal with Rosh Hashanah that year? Comes the morning, and we don't know, is it going to be Rosh Chaydesh or not? And we had two opinions. One opinion said we don't say any Shira at all. And the other opinion said no, we say the Shira of the weekday. And we were asking questions back and forth trying to prove one opinion over the next. I think Amara just tried to ask and prove that it said that what's going to happen, you're going to double the Shira. Seemingly, if you're going to double the Shira, that means in the morning, what did you say? You're not sure what to do. So you said the weekday one, and then if it becomes Rosh Hashanah, you're going to double it. So seemingly, we see like the opinion that holds when you're not sure, you say the weekday one. On that, the Gemara answers, no. Shiny, awesome, the Shira, the Yemu. That case that you asked from, that's a unique case. From that case, you're right. In that case, you would say the weekday they shear in that morning. What's special about that case? What's special is it was a Thursday. And on Thursday, what do you say the shear shalyem was harneinu? And we said, if you know it's Rosh Hashanah before Thursday begins, then you switch it. But now if you're not sure, so since you're not sure, what are you going to do? Say harneinu. And then you might double it. Meaning, even the opinion that holds, that generally you don't say anything, but in this one case, I'll agree, it's better to say harneinu. Say the shear of the weekday. Why? Because Anyways, it has some connection to Rosh Hashanah. And the worst case scenario is not that you'll say the wrong thing. Usually we have a problem. You might end up saying the wrong thing. Here there's no concern. It's wrong at the very worst to call that. You're just going to double it. And that's why shiny awesome this year, the Aimeo. As Rashi says, really always when, excuse me, as Rashi in the top, Rashi points out that really always when we have a suffix, what do we do? Since we're not sure which way to go, we're not going to say anything at all. But over here, the reason that we say Harnenu is because since it's a Thursday, and anyways, it's Shaykh to that day. And that is the reason. Now, says the Gemara, Tanya, we go into a lengthy discussion of all the different Shirais, all the different songs that were sung by the Levian as they brought the different Karbanais each and every day. Tanya, Rav Yudah, on Sunday, and of course, this is going to be reminiscent to the Shir Shalyayim that we say every single day, and just to point out, the Ramban says, and we say, Yom Yom Shal Yom Shlishi, that's a Dinda Raisa being Mazkir Shabbos each and every day to the extent that here in Yerushalayim, when it comes to Rosh Chaydesh, for example, 
people. They don't say the shir shal yoyim, they just say bar chinafshi. For Shemizalman would have the Hanaga, then on that day he would say, yoyim yoyim sheni shal Shabbos. And then he would say bar chinafshi, because he always wanted to get the yoyim yoyim, to get the maskir connecting it to Shabbos. But either way, now where did the parakim of Tilim come from? We should realize everything comes from somewhere. Says the Gemara, then on Sunday, they say in the Beis Amigdash, and of course, this is, we're all familiar with this, Lashem why? Because on Sunday, what did Hashem do? Hashem created and acquired the entire world. What did they do on Monday? Then Monday we would say, how great and praises Hashem. Why? Because He split up his actions, and he had different uh, different uh, parts of his world that Hashem reigned over. And he was king over them. On Tuesday, what did he say? On Tuesday, the Levim said that Hashem stands in the holy assembly. Why? Because on Tuesday, what happened? Hashem gave Chachma to this world. And he prepared the world for human beings. What about on Wednesday? Come to come, Hashem. On Wednesday, Hashem has Nikama, Hashem has vengeance. Why? This goes back to something we saw a few days ago that on Wednesday there was a sun and the moon created. And of course, there was a bit of a fight over there. And in the end, the Parame of Dehem, and ultimately he's going to. Punish those. That's that's what's referring to Nikama. Excuse me. Ultimately, Hashem is going to punish those that worship the sun and the moon. Like we saw in the previous Gemara, that we should sing sing happily to Hashem Uzinu of our might. Al Shem Shvar Oifes Tadagim Leshavach Shemay Birds and Fish that sing His praises. On Friday, Shemal Keis Lavish Hashem. His kingdom, Hashem, is reigning and he has his uh, clothing of grandeur. Shagamar Malachtu, because he finished all his work. Umal Chaleim, now Hashem is king over the whole world. Bishvi Imrim, and here in this last line, Bishvi on Shabbos, let's hone in very carefully on what the first Mandamar holds. Mizvar Shir Liyoim HaShabbos. Liyoim Shekulay Shabbos. On Shabbos, what do they say? A song for Shabbos. On that day, Lassid Lavoy, Lassid Lavoy, the day that's going to be Kulay Shabbos. So the first opinion holds that on Shabbos we're singing for the future. Omer Rav Nechemia comes like Rav and says, Why are we changing? On the first six days we're praising Hashem for that which happened. For the Kshishas Mebrashas, Hashem created the world, the sun, the moon, etc, etc. And on day seven we're praising for the future. I don't understand that, Rav Nechemia. Keep it consistent. Ella says Rav Nechemia, Barisha, and then the first six are going to be the same. Shekhan of Ignavish, so first six from the Chamiyah Greece. We're praising Hashem for the creation of the world. But what about on Shabbos? Says from the Chamiyah, Al Shem Sheshavas, that he rested back by the creation. Now everything is in consonant. Says from the Chamiyah, we're praising Hashem for the creation of the world and consistent. Shabbos as well that he rested, <coughs> excuse me, on Shabbos, and that is the Machlaikas between the Tanakama and Ram Nechem. You know, and the Gemara explains to come in with Rav Ketina, and this Machlaikas has in its essence a Machlaikas within Rav Ketina, Damar, Rav Ketina, Shita, Alpha, Ishni, Havi, Alma, this world, of course, very famously we know, is 6,000 years 
excuse me, 6,000 years, and for one year, which means 1,000 years, will be destroyed, referring to the seventh millennia, lost in love, on that day, on the final 1,000 years, and no, it's 2,000 years, it will be destroyed, it will be lost in love, and so the machlaikis between the Tanikamar and the Chemi is going to be is how many years in the future is this Asa Lavoy? Rabbi Nechemi is going to say it's really going to be 2,000 years Asa Lavoy. So according to Rabbi Nechemi, is there one day referring to 1,000 years in the future that we can praise Hashem for? No! Because it's not 1,000, it's 2,000. And that's where Rabbi Nechemi has said, no, let's raise Hashem backwards for the resting on Shabbos itself. And that's the machlaikis Tanikamar. Arguing whether they hold that lost love, it's equivalent to a thousand or two thousand years. But mostly the Shabbat, once we finish the Shir Shalyem of each and every day, now we go into the Shir Shalyem of Musaf of Shabbos. We're on the one line on top of that interesting Pisces box in the middle of the Amid. What would they say? They would say Aziz Lach. And right here, we actually see Taisa points out Azinu is the first parasha. Zachar, Yarkiveo, Viare. These are the first four, and Lach is Lule Kiyadin. Lule, excuse me, and Ki Yadin. That's the six parshiyos that they would say on the Musaf of Shabbos. Like we pointed out when we started, this is the way that they would be split up in Shul, referring to. Particularly, what was the shir shal yaim of the carbon tamid shal ben arbayim on Shabbos mincha? Oimrim, what they say? I'm Rabbi Yechon as Yashir mikamaycha as Yashir. Three different parshas they would say with the carbon tamid shal ben arbayim on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, "Bayilu, honey, kulu bechabes Shabbat amri, lo adamakos Shabbat Shabbat amri." When we just said haziz lach or as Yashir mikamaycha as Yashir, was with this all said together? On one that by the Musaf they said those six parashas, and by the Karban, and by Milcho we said those three, or maybe each week they said a different parasha. Amri Chad Tashema says the Gemara Datani Amar Rav Yosi had a Rishon Yishen Amrim Achas Shnia Chazar Shtaim Shemamina says Rav Yosi when the first one was go through one full cycle, the second one went through two cycles, clearly meaning each one was one week because Azizlach is six different parashas referring to six weeks, and with the amount of time it took to go through those six parashas of the Karban Musaf. The carbon mincha went through the three as Yashir Mikamaychan as Yashir went through it twice. And they were showing us that that which they did was indeed one each and every week. Kol Shabbat Amri, excuse me, Shamina, Koshavad, Shad, Amrichad, Shmamino. Omer Rabbi Yehuda Bar Idi, Omer Rabbi Yechon, Eser, Masoyes, Nasa, Shechina, Mikroi. There were ten travels that the Shechina itself traveled that we learn out. From from Sukkim, this is at the time of the Chorban, the destruction of the first base of Mikdash, as the Shechina is ascending and leaving, unfortunately, it traveled seven travels, as we'll see in a moment, and says the Gemara, connecting Galsat Sanhedrin mi Gemara, and we have a tradition, a Gemara, that the Sanhedrin had def- ten different travels the same. So again, from Sukkim, we learn out that the Shechina, ascended in a 10-part uh, ascent, we'll call it 10 different stages leaving, and the Sanhedrin went through 10 different journeys similarly. So it says, the Gemara, what does that mean? Number one, it traveled to Mikapayr, Esli, Kruf, 
For on top of the Arain and the Kedush is the Kabayis the lid, then you have the Kruvim. So when from the Kabayis the Shechina was up to one Kruv. Then it went Mikruv Likruv, one Kruv to the other Kruv. Then it went Mikruv Lemifton, the, 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 the ledge, Umifton Lachatzer, Chatzel Lemizbeach, or in the first wide line, Mizbech Legag to the roof, Migag Lechaim to the wall, Lechaim Lechaim to the city, here Lechaim Lechaim, Omehar Lechaim Lechaim, also Yashem Lechaim So ten stages until the Shekhinah finally ascended and left the Beis HaMikdash um, completely. Says the Gemara, Shenamar, where do we see, excuse me, Umi Midbar also Yashvim Mekayma, Shinamar, Ele Chashuva Al Mekaymi. It's going to go all the way up. So now we're going to go through the Psukim to prove these 10 journeys of the Shekhinah. Number one, Mikpayus Likrov, Mikrov Likrov, number two, Mikrov Lemiftan. So the first three journeys of the Shekhinah are seen, the Chsev as the Tayyar says, I'll make it known over there with Dibarti Yitzchan, I'm going to speak with you, Me'ale Kapayus. That's what we see. The Shechina is on top of the Kapayers, who in the Pasuk says, and it traveled on the Kruvim and it went up. That's showing us that the Shechina went from the lid to the Kruvim. And then we see that the Pasuk says that the Shechina went up from on top of the Kruv until the Miftan to the ledge. What was next? We Miftan the Chatzir traveled to the Chatzir, the Chsevim Aliyabais, Es Hanan, the Chatzir Moles Nega, that the entire Bisa Midrash is filled with a cloud, and the entire Chatzir is filled with the Noiga, the radiance, the glow of the Kavad Hashem. What was next? We see Hashem says the Navi standing on Mizbech, Mizbech, Legag, the Chsev Taiv, the Shemes, Alpanaskag, Migag. It's better to say it on the corner of the roof than to be elsewhere. Migag lechaimah went to the walls. Slavini Hashem needs about lechaimah. Hashem is standing on the walls. Anach, excuse me. Hashem is standing on the walls. On the walls. Mechaimah leir from the wall to the city. The chesiv kol Hashem leir yikra. Umeir lahar. The chesiv yal kvod Hashem yal teicha leir v'yamod al lahar. Hashem mikadem leir. Uh, then it went out to the desert. And then from the desert it went all the way up. Hashem ascends all the way up. So those are the ten stages that the Shekhinah took, starting from the top of the Aron to the Kuvim to the Kuvim to the ledge to the Chatzer to the Chatzer to the to the to the root to the excuse me to the roof to the Chatzer all the way out, eventually leaving to the Har all the way leaving Yerushalayim. Says for six months, the Shechina waited. Where? By Midbar. The Shechina, that final step, is waiting in the Midbar. Maybe Klal Yisrael Shem Ayachzu B'Tshuva. Maybe Klal Yisrael will repent. Kivan Shal Chazub. Then, unfortunately, two lines from the bottom when Klal Yisrael does not repent, Amar says the Shechina Tibach Atzman. They're going to suffer, referring to Klal Yisrael Shemar. Umanis. Avad mein avad, excuse me, minhem is a kvasami pach nefesh. That the Pasik says that the wicked are going to look out and they're going to be denied. And what's going to happen? Everything's going to turn terrible by the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. Ukenegdon. So that's the 10 journeys of the Shechina. What was opposite those journeys? Was the Sanhedrin left in 10 stages? Gosel Sanhedrin, Migamara, this is an oral tradition. And this, what are the 10 steps? Milishchas, I got this from that's the place, the original place of the Sanhedrin. Lechanos. 
They went from there to the Chanus to a store on the Harabayis, Mechanus to Yishalayim, Yishalayim, the Yavna number four, turning over to, excuse me, Lamed Aleph, Mabiz, Miyavna Lusha, Miyusha, Liyavna, Miyavna Lusha, Miyusha, Lishafram, Mishafram, Labisha, Arim, if you just paid attention, the Sanhedrin just went back and forth on the top line, Yavna Lusha, Usha, Liyavna, Yavna Lusha, went back and forth. And then Labisha, Arim, Tsibari, Mitsibari, Litsvari, Tsvari, Amuka, Mikula, Metsvaria is the lowest, the worst exile of all them, Shnemar, Shafalas, Me'aretz, Tidabri. Rav Eliezer, Rav Eliezer says, Sheish calls wasn't ten, rather, was six, Shnemar, Kiyasach, Yashem, Arayim. As the Apostle says, brought down those who were living on high, Karin, Niskabesh, Yishpilenu, can be brought down. Yashpilad, Eretz, Yigenu, Adafar, will be brought all the way down to the earth. And from this Pasik, Rashi goes through the explanation that we see six different stages in this Pasik. Number one is that it went down. Number two went even lower. Then it went lower. Then it went to the ground, brought it down, and then it went to the offer, referring to six different stages, and he holds only six stages that the Sanhedrin left, and not ten. I'm Rabbi Yechel, Misham, Asidin, Ligal. And from there, we're going to be redeemed from the dust. Shanamaris Nari may offer Kumi awakened from the dust. That's the reference that the last stage was in the dust. Now the Sanhedrin will be awakened from there. Those are the ten journeys of the Shekhinah, the ten or six journeys of the Sanhedrin, as the base of Mikdash, unfortunately, is being destroyed. Says the Mishnah, we're in the middle of discussing all the different Takanas of Yechem and Zakai the past two days. Now says the Gemara, one last one, Iskin of Yechem and Zakai, one last Takanah, let's say the one in charge of Bezdin, he's not in Bezdin, he's somewhere else. Still, the Edim do not have to go travel and find where is the head of the Bezdin, rather, the Edim could go to the place of the Bezdin, meaning the Bezdin itself. Says the Gemara Yitzhak, there was a woman, they called this woman to Bezdin. So they called the woman, excuse me, to testify in court, in front of the Bezdin of Amemar. At that point, Amemar was not in Hardoi, he was on vacation, he was out learning in Mechuza. And this woman did not go to Mechuza to Amemar. So Amemar wrote on her a star document to put her in the Chayrim. Why are you putting her in the Chayrim? Why are you, what's the big deal? You're saying this woman should have come to you, Amimar, when you were out in Mechuzah. I don't understand. The woman went to the Bezin in Ardai, and our Mishnah taught us you're allowed to go wherever the base of Bezin is. Amar Lehi responds, on Emili Chaydesh. Our Mishnah is a special kula. Put it on that list. Five, six, seven kulas of Eidazah Chaydesh. Why? Timken, and we're so familiar with this line. Nim says, Machshilin Lava. You're going to cause people to stumble. If you make her, if you make the Eidim, excuse me, go chase after the Bezin, they might want not want to come in the future. And that's why we let them go to wherever the place of the Bezin, even if the head of the Bezin is not there. However, the Gemara concludes, Abel Hacha, in this case of Amimar, this woman is a debtor, this woman owes money, and therefore she is obligated to follow and find wherever the Bezdin is. Says the Gemara, Tanura Abonin, continuing the Takanas of Yechlam and Zakeh, and Kwanim Roshayim Lalois, Lisan, no Kayin is allowed a Dochen wearing their shoes, Rashi explains, because they might bend down to tie their shoes, and one might think that they are Apostle Likuna. Vizu Echon Mitesha Takanas of Yechlam and Zakeh. Nine Takanas of Yechlam and Zakeh made. Shis Dahi Berka, six that we saw on this parak. 
the sixth and final one, like we just saw earlier, one in the original barak, the idach, and the final one, the tani, as we learned, excuse me, as we learned in the price of Gershon, Iskariv is on Azeh, Sarech Sheyifresh Rubel Kina, he has to give a coin for his Averis, Amrav Shemin Alazar, Farnimna Lev Yochum and Zakai, that what? Ubilla, that they should not give that coin when they have that color. So one opinion holds that the final Taikana of Yochum and Zakai was that when a Ger becomes a Ger, he's not obligated to give this coin for a carbon, which we'll see what that means in a moment. And some say, no, excuse me, that's the last one. And then there's one other, that's the eighth Taikana, excuse me, and the final Taikana is Plikta the Rababa. Ramnach for Yitzchak. We have a debate. What was the final taikana of Yochanan and Zakeh? Rapov Amar Karen Biyavne. Ramnach for Yitzchak. Amar Leshoyin Shel Zahayris. Now the Gemara is going to explain those two. And just to point out for one moment before we continue, Rashi Shista Iperka. Rashi goes through. What were the six that we learned? Chad the high like we just said, and the five were the previous ones that they, they blew shayfer shayatayken on Shabbos with the bezin shayalulam nitel shiva. They took the lulav seven days. That uh, three v'shiyu yoyim anafkuli aser number four v'shiyu makabling kol ayoyim. They took eight is the whole day, and you should only eat them all chalamakam avad. Those were the six tikkunos in our parak. One we had in the previous parak on chaval from a base that only machal Shabbos and Nisan and Tishrei, and those were the tikkunos of Rav Yechonon Bedzaka, and the final. And ninth Takana, the Gemara now is discussing. We have a debate between Rabbah and Rav Nachman Yitzchak. What was it? Was it Karen Biyavna or was it Lashayin Shel Zahiris? What does that mean? Explains the Gemara seven lines from the wide lines. Rabbah, first one line is Papa Amar Karen Biyavna. The time we learned in Abrais. Karen Biyavna, the Says Rabbah, when we have the fourth year of all the vineyards, they bring the produce up to Yerushalayim. Anyone who is within a one-day journey to Yerushalayim had to bring up the produce. And this and these are the tchumim. These are the boundaries that are within a one-day uh, journey. A lot from the north. And on. Excuse me. Yardin mina mizrach v'amar ulav itaym a rabba barulav amar rav yoichlan matam. Why are they bringing the produce? Kila ater shuk yushlaim beperos. If you're within a one day journey, we say the halacha we've learned many times is the first three years of all fruit trees. The produce is forbidden. In year number four, kerem ravai. The ravai you have to take that fourth year produce and eat in yushlaim for what reason? Anyone within a one day journey must come to make the shuk yushlaim be matir crowned with wonderful peperos. Vitanya and on. This price we learned. There was this fourth year produce. The Revelation of Mizrach. When the first white line, Mizrach Lud Bitzad Kfar Tevi. That is where he was. Ubikish wanted to be mafkir. All this stuff to Aniyim, meaning he did not want to bring it up to Yishalayim. He wanted to give it to Aniyim. Amrulai. They said to Revelation, Rabbi. Amrulai, excuse me. Talmidim, Talmidim said to him, Rabbi. Kvarnimnu chaver chalav. Your friends already decided against you that vitiru. Actually, not against you. They allowed to. And you redeem it when you're within a one-day journey of Yerushalayim. Man chavercha, Rabbi Yechlem and Zakei. And this is the final Tekan of Yechlem and Zakei. Then now, 
after the Churban Beis they allow you to redeem it even though you're within a one-day journey. You thought within a one-day journey it's a problem. They said, no, there's no problem. You're allowed to redeem it. That's what the students told Rav Lazar. This was the din of your friends, referring to Yechanan ben Zakei. And that is the first way of learning that the ninth Takana of Yechanan ben was about this Karim Ravai that after the Churban, even those close to Yishalayim are allowed to redeem it. Of course, because there's no reason anymore to adore in the shuk because there's no more base on Megdash, and therefore that's the ninth Takana. Rav Nachav Yitzchak, three lines into the white lines, disagrees. And he says, Amr Lashain Shalzahiris. What was the ninth Takana of Yechaman Zak with regard to the ship of Red Wool? Hopefully everyone will remember this from the Gemara in Yuma, the Tanya. For a Shaina, Yakashan Lashain Zalubis, Alpesach Ulam, originally were tied the string at the engine's way to the Ulam of the base on Megdash, Mibachot outside. Hilbin and for turned white. Hayasmech and the entire class will wait to see if the string turns white. That means we got a kapara. We are atoned for a lot of heiros. Loyalben if it didn't turn white, loyatim and they were sad and they don't want people to be sad. So eskino they made a tekanah sheikaisin aysal besachulam mibefnim. They were tied on the inside of the door. Vaday and it didn't work. Ayamititz and they would peek in. Vrayin they would be able to see. Hayalben ayasmech and loyalben ayasavim. So they miskiskino the final tekanah was sheikaisin aysal chetzi bechazel vechetzi binkanim shall see here. They were tied on the rack when they threw the goat off the sir lazazl, they tied part to the horn, part to the rack, and no one would see Salsir Mishalayach. Rav Nacham Rayitzak, my time, excuse me, and that's the last two of the Taikonis. So we have Rav Nacham Rayitzak teaching us. It's a din about the Lashayn Zalzahiris, this piece of wall, then instead of tying it to the door of the Beisam Mikdash, they tied it to the rack when they threw the animal off the cliff. And then we have the opinion of Rapapa that said it was a Takana about Karim Ravai. Ask the Gemara, the first opinion, the story makes no sense. What was the story? The Revelazer was about to redeem his produce, and they said, Talmidov said that your friends were the ones that made this Taikana. Rav Yechlem and Zaka, you're saying, was a friend of Rav Lazar? No, he wasn't. He was his Rebbe. That's why he, V'idach, what did they hold? Since they were Talmidim, it's not appropriate to tell the Rebbe, your Rebbe. So they said, your colleagues, referring to your Rebbe, because that was the more becovedic, the nicer way of talking. Five, six lines to the bottom, it's historical problem. There was no Lashen Shalzairis. There was no red wool anymore in the times of Yechem and Zakai. Can't be. He lived for 120 years. Memshana, 40 years. I was like, we were mocked. He was a businessman. Memshana, he learned there. Memshana, he taught there. Vitan, he learned in a price of three lines from the bottom. Memshana, he taught 40 years before the base of Midr was destroyed. There was no longer the Lashen Shalzairis. Malbin, it never turned. White for the final 40 years of the second base of Migdash, Ella, Madin, who was always red, Utenan, Mishachar of Abayis, Hiskin of Yechem and Zaki. So we see Rav Yechem and Zaki was alive after the Chorban. Number one. Number two, we see Rav Yechem and Zaki, excuse me, we see for the final 40 years of the Chorban, it never turned white. And we know that Yechem and Zaki was only around for 120 years, and the last 80 years he taught and learned. So those were the last 80 years, and it never turned white in those years. So can't be. Even when he learnt, taught, learnt, he was a Talmud in front of his Rabbi Habe, and those years, in those years, as we turn over to tomorrow's staff, it's not here, so we're going to stop right over here, I want to say it, then in those years, 
Where if Yoichem and Zakai said something sensible, again, the Gemara is now answering that during the final 80 years of his life, he was a Talmud. So what does it mean he made a Takana? He was a Talmud that when he said something sensible, the Kava Rabbi Bishmei and his Rebbe was Kaveya and said it in his name as if it was his Takana, even though he was only the Talmud. And we'll pick it up from the Mishnah, Mir Hashem, tomorrow on Lamed Beis Amir Aleph.